0: Jesus, Jesus, Jesus,
1: now. wampus reynolds you are a brave soul uh
0: explain to the people how how brave i am well you are on a telephone during a
1: thunderstorm and as everybody knows lightning can travel through the phone wires and kill you
0: uh Yes, that is very true. Fortunately, I'm on the cellular phone, what? and lightning, lightning hasn't uh, advanced in its technology to uh, to ear kill people yet.
1: Well, if, if Tesla could send electricity wirelessly, then are you saying God can't?
0: I'm saying God can and will. Uh, I'm pretty confident that it will adapt in the next five to 10 years.
1: Well, I appreciate you risking life and limb for not spiral.
0: Yes. Uh, Not spiral. The only thought spiral podcast recap podcast.
1: And this is not spiral rough draft three Oh four. Our loyal listeners may be asking what happened to rough draft three Oh two and rough draft three Oh three. Um,
0: yeah, are I've been getting saying, texts. Yeah. Are we still
1: saying they're behind the paywall? Is that the story that we stick with?
0: Yeah, they're behind the paywall. Uh, subscribe. Uh,
1: but don't like.
0: But don't like.
1: We're, we're modest people. Yeah. We just want your money.
0: Uh, I'm Wampus Reynolds. And I'm Dan Wade. Yes. Or, uh, like, or as
1: as we're called during uh, tornado season, Stormy and Daniels. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man, someone needs to run with that. But, um, yeah, and when Dan said thunderstorm, there is a tornado siren I could hear when I, I called him a couple of minutes ago, uh, probably from a mile away. But uh, with the advances in radar and all that, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm safe. So there you go. Uh, w-
1: we can kind of follow along in real time. Uh, I kind of wish we were live streaming so people could truly be on tenterhooks to see if, if Wampus survives this episode.
0: Yeah, I'm on the second floor, so uh, that makes it even riskier. Wow.
1: Now, when I was at OU, they told me that the dorms were designed to shear off on like the sixth floor. Oh, <laughs> that Walker Tower was designed to crumple, basically.
0: Uh, I, I, think lore, lore, I think that was some good urban legend. I think that was some campus lore being passed, kind of
1: like the, the underground tunnels that.
0: Now those were real. I what? Uh, uh, I had a friend who was caught down there. And, what are th- uh, th- what were the access points? It was somewhere near Dale Hall, and um, I think like between Dale Hall and then maybe along the. Uh, south oval somewhere around there but i've
1: also heard that there's a rifle range underneath the football stadium
0: i have been to that rifle range oh my goodness uh when i went to ou basketball camp as a child an activity we did was uh fire pellet guns (laughs) at at that little rifle range (laughs) yeah it was under the football stadium um but you people
1: aren't here to listen to our memories of Norman. You're no. here to, to talk about uh Test Show 304.
0: Uh yeah, it was a fine one. Fine. Um Andy came in hot, <laughs> which he's been doing a lot lately. Uh <laughs> and it seems like uh the more Josh withdraws, the hotter he'll get. Trying, <laughs> to, trying to get Josh to do something. I, I don't and, know if he's trying to egg him on
1: for a certain reaction or or if he just... <laughs> if nobody's there to stop him, they'll just keep going.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, it, it's, it's intriguing, for sure. Next
1: week when we have Andy's therapist on as a guest.
0: Uh, yeah, that... That was a great get. I can't wait
1: because you know uh, there is a podcast exception to doctor patient confidentiality.
0: Exactly. <laughs>
1: ah, so I wanted to start. Um, Andy's been on a big book craze, and who is this guy Cohen? That he's he's been listening? Harry
0: Harry Cone, C O H E C O H N no e. Okay, uh, and he was the head of Columbia Pictures, right? Mm. And um, and I, I was I hoping just, you'd know. Yeah i I just know him in you know kind of in passing. I haven't taken, but um, I I am of two minds. I love when people are really taken with books and are excited by the stories within, and and it's contagious. And it, you know, it makes me kind of want to look into uh, two stories of old Hollywood studios and the, and the setup and the power and all that. But also Andy, when he relates it, um, there's a lot of holes to fill in.
1: There is a lot of uh, assuming that we know the facts behind the story.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Um, I particularly enjoyed uh uh, his discussion of all the king's men and how the screenplay for all the king's men was let, thrown out of the train window.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was fascinating. Um, and that they basically, yeah, just shot from the book.
1: Now, I, I assume you've seen that since you went on your your Oscar. I
0: marathon. have. I I did see that one. I
1: I have not, and I have not read it. Although I've uh, I've had a podcast guest before who was a bit of a, a Huey long expert. And he, he gave me the skinny uh, on Huey long, you know, on, on that note, as I was thinking about what I was going to say about Huey long, I realized this is a podcast talking about a podcast, talking about a book, talking about a movie, talking about a book, talking about a a politician.
0: (laughs) We are far away from the action.
1: So we're eight degrees from Huey Long here. Uh,
0: <laughs> now,
1: my, my main question was if Huey Long had become president, would the University of Oklahoma have hyped up his semester
0: in Norm? Wait, would have hyped up his what?
1: His semester in Norm. He spent a semester at OBU, then he spent a, spent a semester at OU. And both times, it's my understanding, he got kicked out for. Uh, gambling debts oh
0: god i did not but know that
1: i can totally see uh oh you him if things had gone better for Huey.
0: yeah um the movie you know it is it, just the classic thing where he you know he started he was you know self-educated and he wasn't regarded by you know the local politicians because he he was a bit thick, but uh, he uh, he called truth to power until he became power and and you know and became a, a as corrupt. You know it's a classic tale. Um, he he was a demagogue, and um, you know, OU does a uh, whitewash uh, some some uh, figures who have gone through the uh, nice. gone through their gates. So yeah, they, I, I bet they would have um
1: so we were talking about we were talking off pod about how how uh happy we are that andy has, has committed to the
0: audiobook life uh <laughs> and
1: and that prompted you to give us a little homework assignment should we do that now
0: hey let's do it i did i actually uh i did the homework
1: i i did too the the homework was uh to list our five favorite uh books about hollywood yes okay yours are going to be better than mine so i should probably start
0: well we we can go switch off one by one okay okay and and try to go oldest to newest how about that i don't know just guess just guess
1: um number one for me kid stays in the picture
0: that is a fantastic book and audiobook for sure Mm -hmm. uh yeah, that uh, that is pure entertainment. I,
1: I first learned of that from Patton Oswalt's routine about uh, Robert Evans doing NFL promos. <laughs> uh,
0: my o- oldest is a "Picture" by Lillian Ross, okay. and it was a, kind of a nonfiction novel, kind of like "The In Cold Blood" before "In Cold Blood." That kind oh. of writing style. But it was about um, the making of the movie, The Red Badge of Courage by John Huston. And uh, yeah, it's a really good reporting of it. And the only thing is John Huston uh, during post-production, the writing is on the wall that it's not going to work, the, the movie. Mm-hmm. And he he takes off to, to work on The African Queen. And with him out of the picture it it kind of starts sagging but uh yeah it it talks about uh how a movie is made and it it says uh and and there's relevance today you know comment cards audience reactions uh, made them change things that you know looking back were mistakes okay your second one uh my second one and these are ones
1: i've read snippets of it best. Please don't think that I'm an expert about any of these. Um, but uh, I went with Harpo Speaks. Oh, I, I want to read that. I, I, what what I've read is me. I, I want to read more.
0: Yeah. Um, can you hear that? There was some big old thunder. Um, okay. My uh, number two would be Step Right Up. Oh, shoot. Hey, Dan, press pause. Okay, I can yeah. talk to my wife.
1: It's better edit together, smooth as a dream.
0: Are we gonna leave uh, yesterday's? <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it. Okay, cool. So, so what's uh, your your third book there, Dan?
1: Well, first of all, I want to make sure that you're all right and your property's <laughs> all right.
0: <laughs> uh yes. I yes. mean,
1: I mean, where have you been? I've been on hold
0: for twenty four hours. <laughs> so. I have what uh, people call the Oklahoma remorse which is when you heed storm warnings and nothing happens to your house and yeah I feel like a grade A sucker because (laughs) tornadoes are a very serious thing and people died last night but they still play it up they uh, they still uh, are a little uh, a little dramatic. Well, you know,
1: everyone wants to have a good tornado story in their back.
0: Yeah, you know, when out of
1: state friends come, it's true.
0: So uh, yeah, everything's fine. We just had a little hail uh, that I just beat from leaving here the office. So. All right. Yeah. Anything up your way?
1: Uh, I was in Tulsa and we didn't even get a raindrop. Uh, oh, man. My house is fine. I had a couple of clients hit pretty hard. Most of my clients are rural towns. Oh, yeah. So they're dealing with it. But that's fine. Oh,
0: that sucks.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I've done two books. Have you done two books or three books? Uh, Whose let's...
0: turn is it? Oh, let me look at these notes. So I did picture. Oh, I was on my second book. And my second book is Step Right Up, which I think was the last name called, <laughs> I said before the interruption <laughs> S- Step Right Up, I'm Gonna Scare the Pants Off America. And that's by William Castle, the uh, famed producer and maker of gimmicks like The Tingler and uh, Smellovision or whatever. And, uh, yeah, it's just a real funny take on what it takes to uh, succeed in Hollywood. And, and uh, you know, lots of great behind-the-scenes of low-budget ones. And then Rosemary's Baby, you know, he talks about the making. Nice. So, excellent.
1: Good deal. Uh, my number three is very much in that same vein. It is Make Love the Bruce Campbell Way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that title. Um. Uh, it is
1: a uh, uh, w- once again, uh, audiobook really makes this because Bruce Campbell reads this in the way that only he can. But it, it's a a fictional autobiography about him making it in the movies and also being accused of multiple murders by the end of the book.
0: Oh God. <laughs> all right um my number three is outrageous conduct art ego in the twilight zone case by stephen farber and i I read the
1: helicopter
0: and this was about the helicopter uh, incident in the lawsuit against the studio and john landis uh after and John Landis does not come off well in this at all. And uh, I I know you thought he was an angel, but you know, I just heard his name on uh, this last thought spiral. I think this is why I thought we should do these lists Mm. because I was trying to remember the name of this book. Um, Yeah, it's excellent. And it's just about uh, how driven and, and crazed people are in Hollywood and how, Um, how reckless they can be in pursuing uh, their vision.
1: Very nice. Uh, My number four, I have only read brief snippets of, so please don't quiz me on this, Uh, but I went with postcards from the edge.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to think if I've read, read it or just know it. Uh, I've read another uh, Carrie Fisher. She's a great writer. So yeah
1: that's all i gotta say about that
0: all right my number four is johnny carson by henry bushkin who was um johnny's lawyer and they would use his name as a joke sometimes on the on the show
1: i was about to say
0: Paul henry bushkin that well he had a nickname like the great bushkin or the i can't remember but it's uh it's a really interesting look at Johnny Carson. He was a he uh was a multi-sided man and and not a happy man, it really seems. And um uh, mm. and this guy, you know, he was surprised when Johnny said he was his best friend because he didn't think they spent that much time and that Johnny was a bit on guard. But uh yeah, it's It was a a fun read. What's your next one? My number five, and uh,
1: Andy and Josh may not like this, uh, but I went with uh, Cliff Nesteroff, The Comedians.
0: Oh, okay, good. Uh, It is very thorough. It is.
1: Uh, I know that uh, Josh and Andy have issues with how he treated Fred Willard. Uh, apparently, Fred Willard thought that he was misquoted in this book. Yeah, but he—I don't. That aside, it seems well researched, and Cliff is uh, a great follow on the socials. Just finding yeah. weird little uh, Hollywood
0: snippets. His uh, his Tumblr is very active, and uh, lots of things going on.
1: That's a word I haven't heard in a long time.
0: Yeah. And my last one, which I read a few years ago, is uh, Nashville Chronicles, The Making of Robert Altman's Masterpiece. And I don't have the author's name handy here. Um, it's just a real in-depth coverage of, of uh, pre-production, production, and post-production of, uh, of Nashville, which is a movie I, I revisit every five years or so.
1: Do I need to give Nashville a second chance um because i I love the end um but I find myself just waiting and waiting and waiting for the ending to get there um well, I'm, I'm not a patient when it comes to movies
0: yeah, I don't know i I just think every one in it is compelling enough <clears throat> and that. There's enough like just nuances that you can pick up on repeat watches on this. All right, I, I just try. yeah, I'll I'll try again. See, I think it all works up until the uh, the breakdown, the kind of the nervous breakdown. Yeah, it's so amazing, but yeah, just uh, really really thorough and uh, yeah, these are all old books. Well, no, I guess that bushkin book came out five years ago so
1: now this is not a book but did you see um the offer
0: uh that uh that many
1: series on the making of the godfather
0: no no i don't have uh paramount so i didn't see it i
1: it was one of those i liked it a whole lot more than i liked the godfather
0: okay um
1: even though Miles Teller just he bothers me as a person,
0: oh. uh,
1: I enjoyed it. I, uh, Lou Ferrigno has a prominent role in this, and it's nice to see Lou getting work. Oh, good! Uh, and the guy that plays Robert Evans is just a lot of fun. So, if someone can can send Wampus a a Paramount Plus uh, download
0: code, you thank know, you. It's worth it. Uh, does I mean, Luke... we, we've we've got to
1: get some kind of swag out of this show. Yeah,
0: does Lou Ferrigno play uh, Diane Keaton's yes. part? Okay, that'd uh, be good. Um, I want to talk a little about this uh, show called Thought Spiral. Yeah. After our our break, uh, the best, uh, intermission. Great intermission. ever. Yeah, I loved that song. Yep, I, I I
1: love it when Josh embraces uh, his Bobby McFerrin.
0: Yeah, and this one was especially good, catchy, well sung, yep. and making great use of <laughs> Andy's Andy beatboxing. Andy's beatboxing. Yep.
1: I laughed so hard at the concept of doing the hustle in gym class. Oh, yeah. And and Josh is just a couple years older than me, so that didn't quite happen to me, but very similar things happened uh, in gym for us.
0: <laughs> you know, I think we would call it the bus stop and not the hustle. Well, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. I
1: remember one time I was probably in fourth grade at our gym teacher who was insane. Uh, decided that we were going to dance to some modern tunes. And so she picked up a cop, a 45, of the hit single, Shame on the Moon. Wait,
0: which who did that?
1: I can't remember. Siri, who sang Shame on the Moon? Uh, Bob Seger. Okay. No, she thought this was going to be a children's song, oh,
0: no. and the,
1: the, when the first line is "Until you've been inside a man, you don't know how it feels," so we're 45 seconds into this song, <laughs> she turns it off and starts yelling at us <laughs> for the 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 way that uh, popular culture had gone down the drain.
0: <laughs> the that is uh, amazing. What was I going to say? Oh, um, there were some uh, big laughs on this one. Uh, I liked uh, the Werewolves of London <laughs> with Hitler. With the tiki torch. <laughs> tiki- and his hair was parted. Yes. My God.
1: I liked that a lot. I liked... I I I shouldn't laugh at Andy's expense, but I laughed so hard, first of all, at him being called Squeaky. Yeah. Squeaky is a much better nickname than Spike. But yeah. the, the 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 other team at Summer Camp cheering him on because he was so bad in the relay race. <laughs> I wish Andy had a better attitude about that, because I'd like to laugh with him about that and he's still yeah. clearly a Little traumatized, yeah, but I, I am going to make a point of calling him squeaky in future questions.
0: Yes, I'm going to start tonight. I'm gonna ask one. Um, a line from Josh was, you know, brevity is the sole wit, but TV dinners killed ham radio. <laughs> God, um. <laughs> so- uh, um, One thing, I, okay, go on.
1: I, I, I laughed at the character in the uh, stereo store called Danger Dave.
0: Oh, Danger Dave? I wrote down Danger Dave. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: <laughs> and I, that...
1: I can't help but wonder did Danger Dave give himself this nickname or did someone bestow it upon him? Either way, it's a heck of a story.
0: Uh, yeah, it took me two listens to figure out what was going on. I guess he was offered a steep discount and bought it at another stereo store, whatever yes, was offered. Okay, okay speaking,
1: we, we, we've we got to go back. You said it took a couple listens to figure out what was going on. Since we didn't talk about last week's episode, we have to talk about this insane story about Andy and the black guys.
0: Oh, n- we don't have to talk about it, really. <laughs> because... I cannot understand This
1: story for the life of me. He steps into the street to avoid them.
0: Well, maybe they're just like all walking abreast on the sidewalk. And he was just like, you know, let them walk abreast and I'll move to the side. Was that it? I think
1: so. But then he said, but then when I passed them the second time, they understood. Yeah. Are are, are you walking laps at the gym? How how do you? mm, I was absolutely befuddled about that. Yeah. And you know, it doesn't make sense because Andy's such a spiritual person. Did you know he (laughs) believes in God?
0: (laughs) I like that. He went sarcastic with that this time. The only way it goes. Um, I was going to say, when uh, when they were going over the differences between Jimmy Dore and Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. and how Joe Rogan it was a, I'm just asking questions guy, right? And it just really reminded me of uh, a stick that Art Bell would always do, where he'd st- say, you know, when whatever lunatic was on, we you know would be like, well, I got a message to tell you that red is. You know, the message from uh, an alien or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Art Bell he would always say, well, if that's true, that's really something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he, I, he would never. He would always just say that, which really <laughs> means nothing except... <laughs> I'm pretending you, this is real.
1: I'm begging you, please keep talking.
0: Yes. <laughs> you
1: know, I I was listening to uh, some old Art Bell. I was listening to like a, a a Mel's Hole archive on YouTube because I've got three hours to kill apparently. Okay. Uh, and it, I I was reminded of something that Art Bell did that uh, is a lost art, certainly on AM radio. Uh, at, at one point. Uh, Mel calls and, and says that the federal government has has blockaded him from accessing his property because they found out that he knows about the hole. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Next guy that calls up says, "Well, I, I just want Mel to know that uh, if he tells me where he is, I'll I'll come over and I'll, I'll Second Amendment those guys." And Art oh, Bell God. says, "Okay, great job, guy." It's <laughs> like you will indulge the yeah. most blatant lunatics but you will also call people out for just their tough guy nonsense yeah it was refreshing that's
0: nice um, another great line that made me laugh out loud was when Andy was talking about walking on Easter uh, during Easter when it was not crowded outside and he was talking about the decorations and Josh said Easter when brunch is on the lawn. (laughs) And that what a line.
1: That's kind of beautiful. Yeah. I was kind of shocked I did not realize that keeping Campbell's condensed soup in your pantry was a sign of I don't know, white trash. I have a lot of condensed soup in my pantry, and I was really surprised that they saw that as as a sign of 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 things not going right in life.
0: Man, um oh geez. I wish I could remember the name, but uh my wife had this old, you know, junior league or church cookbook and it's and in, the ingredient was, in the ingredients was a Campbell's can of something uh, crazy, though, but like can of whatever or something like that. And, and a lot of people's theory is it didn't matter what condensed soup, be it mushroom or tomato uh, you put in a casserole, it would end up tasting the same.
1: It's just a, there's a thickening agent?
0: Yeah, and that's all they want.
1: Uh, that that reminds me of your your very, very funny uh, chicken pot pie joke, which people well, ask for
0: by then. <laughs> I, I did that at Factory Obscura. Uh, I've expanded it to five minutes, so...
1: Yeah, I can see that turning into a five minute bit. I hope it went well because it is it is Primo stuff.
0: It is. I need to smooth it out. I need to smooth that thing out. Um
1: one, one okay. of the forums uh, back in the day, they they you know back in the, the mid-90s when all of a sudden there was all of this public domain. Stuff that was dumped online for people to peruse through. Uh, someone found this collection of uh, you know, uh, Sunday school cookbooks and whatnot, and they they scoured them for for bizarre things like 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 your can of soup. Uh, I remember one recipe called for one can of Hershey Quick.
0: Oh, <laughs> and
1: I st- don't know what the intent of that was.
0: Oh my God!
1: Are we talking about a bottle of milk? Or are we talking about Hershey syrup? Or are we talking about Nestle Quick Powder? <laughs> mm.
0: And just the one can as a measurement. That's <laughs> yeah. A lot, of, so a lot of my
1: a lot of my wife's grandmother's recipes say you know a number four can. Or a number f- five can. Oh wow! I don't. I'm just gonna guess.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, mm-hmm. trying to th- see what else. Um, I love that Andy is so proud of the Jim Belushi joke.
1: I he's so proud of it that he he continues to tell it, even in the context of <laughs> everybody knows this joke.
0: <laughs> And it's just, it's not that it's hilarious. It's just, it's so mean. It's just amazing. <laughs> it's just so mean.
1: I, I do love how he's never going to give it up. So.
0: Yeah, it's pretty impressive.
1: It, it, it's almost like one of those uh, Shakespearean sayings. That we continue to use, even though the person that it's roasting has been dead and forgotten for three hundred years. Yeah, um, I loved the Stephen Elton Yates sting. Yes, um, I loved it. And at the same time, I realized that I will always be a second tier thought spiral fan. I'm never t- I'm- have I'll never have the Yoshi song or the. The the Perush song or the Michelle Wise song or now the Stephen Melton Great Sting. Uh,
0: I, I believe very in
1: comfortable that. being in the mind of I believe in you. Um, well, really, how much more time can I commit to this one?
0: <laughs> I know that's well, that's very very true. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's like we're playing with fire here. Holding on to this uh podcast.
1: The the elements want us to stop, but we keep going. Uh
0: yeah, I've I've gotten a couple of calls. People are like, Are you really doing this? You're keeping on, and uh I, I have to say, hell yeah.
1: Uh, you know, if you saw our numbers, you'd know what keeps me going. <laughs>
0: the the fact that i don't know the numbers that's yes. what keeps you going that you is can, what keeps you you can lie about it yes <laughs> this is like just building a whole world for my my entertainment um no but let's uh let's give this uh show a rating out of mm. uh, should we do a negative 2 to 12 scale or yeah five? yeah
1: that that's fine uh negative 2 to 12, I'll give this a solid 7. Time well spent. I enjoyed listening to it twice. Uh, It's not one that three months from now I'm going to go, hey, remember Test Show 304? But yeah. um, Love the episode.
0: I'm going to go higher than you. I'm going to say 8.5. And (laughs) I want to say... And I wrote it as a note... But it's disappeared. But Josh laughed at some point. He just started laughing when Andy was maybe Andy, maybe it was the start of the track star, the track relay. But there was Josh a laugh get a kick out from, from Josh that was, it summed up the, uh, the dynamic of uh, Thought Spiral perfectly. <laughs> and I laughed so loud. So I'm giving it an 8.5 on the negative two to twelve.
1: Very nice. It would have gotten a higher rating if they hadn't messed up uh, their time signature reference. They talked about the song being in four five instead of being in five four. Oh, and that's uh, uh, you know I'm a Brubeck man. I can't I can't abide by that.
0: Also, uh, points off for not uh, opening your link to the AI, Andy Kindler.
1: Well, I couldn't click on the link myself. Uh, yeah, Instagram, I, I, Instagram, and links. The... I, I don't, I don't.
0: With no, it. they don't like them. And uh, I th- yeah. think
1: he read my comment. you what? I think he read my comment.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Because I did not say to use the term microscopic gland. The AI came up
0: with that on their own. Oh, okay. Well, good. <laughs> microscopic. So brilliant. Um, Dan, will I see you Monday? Uh,
1: Yes, I will be in town because it's raining Monday. So, yes, I will see you Monday.
0: Well, remind me to bring your Cliff Nesteroff book. And I will. I am looking forward to it. And also remind me to hang up.